crowd, what a crowd. You see what's going on in the road all the way up here. We have people all the way up. I'll tell you. It was never like that for the last administration, they tell me. You know, I'll ask the guys that happened to be with me. They were with the last one, too. They don't say much. I said, was it like that? They said, sir, nothing was like that. Nothing. It was never like that. And they've got the Trump signs and the flags and the American flags all over the place. All those American flags. Thank you very much. Uh, Hello, Carson City. Hello. It's great to be back in Nevada with the thousands of loyal, hard-working American patriots. Great people. Can you believe it? 16 days. 16 days. And you know what? 16 days from now, we're going to win the state of Nevada. We're going to win four more years in the White House. And we're going to keep it going. Early voting is underway, so get out and vote. And they're getting a little worried because certain areas, you know, we know we're going to have a big red wave. We're going to have a tremendous, they know it. These fakers back there, they know it. They know it. All you have to do is look at this crowd. When did we set this up? Like two days ago? We'll be in Carson City in about two days and the people come out like crazy. And the people on the road, thousands and thousands because they couldn't get in. It's pretty sad when you take an airport and it's not big enough, right? (laughs) Sir, we have a problem. We have an airport. It's not big enough. But you know what's uh, happening? So we have the big red wave is going to happen. And that's going to happen on November 3rd and a little before for the voting. But you can get out now, right, Michael? They can get out now and they can vote. But you know... Strange things are happening in North Carolina. A lot of people are out there voting. You know, those lines are miles long. They're miles long. And they're wearing a lot of red caps. They're wearing wearing caps and they're wearing badges and they're wearing those beautiful shirts. A lot of them, they love our country. They work so hard, but they weren't into voting for a long time. Then about four years ago, They went out, and now they're out, and I think even more so. There's even more enthusiasm now than we had four years ago. Actually, it's hard to believe, and I'll say it for the fake news, by a lot. So, like, I'll give you an example. Michigan, in Michigan, where supposed to be like probably 80 20 with us on the back but we're going to catch him you know everyone's expecting we're going to do well we should with all the auto plants being built in michigan hadn't been built for 42 years and now they're building them all over the place they're building a lot of jobs they had the best year they ever had michigan had the best year they have a governor that's got it locked down but now We forced it to open up. They ruled unconstitutional what she's doing. But here's what's happening. So in Michigan, it was supposed to be, you know, they were going to take the big lead. Then we were like a racehorse. Then we were going to catch them with a big red wave because our people like to go and vote, you know. They like to go and vote. But something strange is happening in Michigan. It's happening in 
other places too, but it's happening in Michigan because we're not at 20%. We're leading in the early vote. And that's never happened. That's never happened before for the Republicans. It doesn't work that way. Now, in all fairness, until I won Michigan four years ago, Michigan hadn't been won in decades, many decades by a Republican. But we won it, and now we should win it by even more because everything I said that would happen happened. All the plants, all the good economy and everything until the China virus came in. The plague, the plague from China. But now we're... Uh, and how do I look? Okay? Do I look okay? couldn't do. We could do things today we couldn't do seven months ago when we got hit with this thing. The whole world got hit with it. They should have kept it in. They could have kept it in. They protected their country. But they didn't protect the world or us, Europe. And uh, we will never forget. We will never forget. We had just signed an incredible trade deal. The ink wasn't dry and then we got hit by the plague. But we will not forget. But you know, uh, we were doing numbers like the likes of which we've Never done before. 160 million people employed. You had the best year you ever had. But almost all states, I can say it, I don't have to do a lot of research. Almost every state was having the best year they ever had. And then we closed it up and we saved over 2 million lives by doing what we did. You know, they don't like to say that. We did a great job. But. We're now doing the vaccines. They're coming out very soon, very strong. Great companies, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, a lot of Moderna, great companies, a lot more than that. But they also have a lot of other things. And I would, you know, they call them therapeutics. For me, it was a cure. I mean, what's the difference? I say, give me a definition. Because I wasn't feeling exactly, I wasn't like, oh, gee, I feel great. Okay? I hate to admit I didn't feel, you know, I haven't been somebody that's had a lot of problems with that stuff. So I hate to admit it, but you know what? I was not feeling great. Does that make sense to you? I wasn't exactly feeling the best. But the great thing is when you're president, you have so many doctors. I was saying, I was saying to a group this morning, I said, I had so many, I had 12 doctors around the bed. And everyone was grabbing a different part of my body. I did not know. <laughs> And they're all super geniuses. But I was not feeling good. And then they gave me this Regeneron, which is an antibody. And a great company, great, great company. Tremendous success with cures, vaccines, other things. Uh, and they, they actually came up with the Ebola drug, which saved so many lives. They came up with... A lot of good stuff, and the other ones too. But this was one I liked because it just seemed to have a very good record. But it was brand new, hadn't been tested, hadn't been approved or anything. And by the way, we're approving it for everybody that needs it, free of charge, because it wasn't your fault. Okay? And Eli Lilly makes a drug based on the same concept. Eli Lilly, great company from Indiana, great state. Great state because I want to buy a lot. You know, every state that I win by a lot or win by a little, we're happy with. 
And by the way, we're leading, you know, in the state of Nevada. Well, you better get out of it. Why wouldn't we be? But anyway, I took this drug. I wasn't feeling good. It's a transfusion, as they say. Like one hour. And the next day, I felt like Superman. I got up and said, what the hell is going on? Whoa. Whoa. I felt like Superman. I said, come on, bring them on. Bring them on, whoever it is. No, I felt good. And I could have left. I could. I wanted to leave the hospital then. They said, sir, could we have a couple of more days, please? But these doctors are great. I love you, too. I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Appreciate it. Thank you. But these doctors are great, and we can do things today. Seven months ago, it was unheard of, really. The, the whole antibody thing was, was uh, you know, what they've done is incredible. With the therapeutics and, and all of the vaccines that you're going to see coming on board right now. So, you know, I say you get out there and things are opening up. Tell your governor to open up. Tell everybody to open up. I told Michigan, you know, Michigan, we sued. And they found her. She was, it was unconstitutional. The only person that her state was opened up for was her husband. He was allowed to go and sail his boat, do whatever the hell he wanted to, but nobody else could do anything. They were like locked in a prison. And it's very bad. You know, that causes a lot of problems. That causes, with the alcohol and drugs and depression and suicide, believe it or not. And the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. So it can't be, right? So, if you vote for me, and you know what's going to happen, let me change it. When you vote for me, so we have a lot of people here. Is there anybody that's going to vote for Sleepy Joe in this crowd? Please raise Not too many. Not too many. Sleepy Joe. I can't even believe it. He should have never even gotten a nomination. You know, it was Bernie's nomination until Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, split up the vote. But let's change it. When you vote for me, prosperity will surge. Your taxes will be cut even further. You know, I gave you the biggest tax cut in the history of our country. The pandemic is rounding the turn. It's rounding, and we have the vaccines coming, and they go crazy, the fake news. But I will tell you, it's rounding the turn with or without. It's rounding the turn. You'll see that. Normal life, that's all we want. We want normal life, right? We want normal Just, we want to be where we were seven months ago, right? We'll fully resume the Nevada tourism and hospitality industry, which is fantastic. We'll come roaring back. And it will. And next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country for everybody. Unless somebody like Sleepy Joe Biden wants to substantially increase your taxes and your regulations. You know, we cut your regulations. It used to take up to 21 years to get a highway approved. Can you believe it? 21 years. You ever see the big charts where it showed you have to go here, 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 then back? And take years and years. It could be 21 years, and then they get, not only that, 21 years, and then they disapprove it, okay? You know. How would you like to have that job? After 21 years, you're going for a vote, and then you lose three to two, and that's the end of that. 
So a big portion of your life was trying to get something approved. And we have it down to two years. I think I'll have it down to one year. And it may be disapproved. If it's environmentally not good, if it's unsafe, it may be. But it's going to be one year, two years. And most likely it will be approved and it will get done. He wants to terminate our newfound energy independence. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to end fracking. You know, do you ever see this guy? For a year and a half, there will be no fracking, no fracking, no fracking. Then he goes to a great place, Pennsylvania. And they say, by the way, we have a million jobs for fracking. Oh, we will have fracking. We will have. And the fake news doesn't even talk to him about it. They don't ask him, like, well, how come for a year and a half you said there's no fracking? And then as soon as you get the nomination, you say, there's fracking. Remember Hillary? She said, no call, no clean call, no call, forget it. Then three weeks later, she had to go to, no, him up, you mean him up, because you see what's happening with Biden? It's a corrupt, he is a corrupt politician. But did you see Hillary? And then she goes to West Virginia, and she said, oh, well, actually, I like call, but it was a little bit too late. It was a little bit too late. She got record low numbers. West Virginia, great place. They don't like it when somebody says, you can't dig coal. That was not good. But Biden wants to launch a socialist takeover of health care to cut our military budget, and he wants to cut it right to the bone. Well, the Democrats do not like our military. They always, you know, traditionally, we have built the greatest military any time that we've ever had anywhere in the world. If you vote for Biden, he will surrender your jobs to China. He will surrender your future to the virus. He's going to lock down. This guy wants to lock down. He'll listen to the scientists. If I listened totally to the scientists, we would right now have a country that would be in a massive depression instead of, we're like a rocket ship. Take a look at the numbers. And that's despite the fact that we have like five or six of these Democrats keeping their states closed because they're trying to hurt us on November 3rd. But the numbers are so good anyway, they'd be even better. But New York should be open. Michigan now has to open because of the court case. North Carolina should be open. They should be open. You guys, you want to open? Yeah, you want to open. Pennsylvania has to open. I mean, you know, we have, we have, we have places and sometimes they're open, but they're partially open. They're not open like they should be. Get the places open. Let's go. Let's go. But he'll surrender your country to the radical socialist left. You see that happening. This election is a choice between a Trump super recovery, which we're in right now, or a Biden depression. You will have a depression. First of all, your taxes are going to be quadrupled. You will have a depression, the likes of which we have not seen since 1929. That's what's going to happen. And I'm very good at those things. You will have one of the great depressions of all time. Your taxes are going to go up. Your regulations are going to go up. Everybody's going to be leaving our country. All those jobs and companies that I brought in, they're all going back to where they came from. All he wants to do is raise it, even on the companies. Who wants to raise it for the companies so they go back to another location? They came because we cut taxes. Now he wants to raise their taxes they will leave. It's very simple. You know, it's one of those things. It's a choice between strong borders or no borders, between supporting the police or defunding the police, between delivering a vaccine in record time to kill the virus or a Biden shutdown 
to kill the economy. On November 3rd, vote for jobs, safety, lower taxes, a secure Second Amendment, and freedom. here look at that it's a lot of people i wish the cameras would show it they never show it right they never show it they show me and you know what happens over my shoulders about three or four people they're always complaining i don't see masks i mean there's a lot of masks on Now, they're corrupt people, but Joe Biden is from a failed and corrupt political class that enriched itself while draining the economic life and soul from our country. Guy's been here for 47 years. Isn't it amazing? I do something, he says, oh, I I would have done it. He's been here for 47 years. Now, all of a sudden, he says, oh, we should have done this. When I closed and put a ban on China coming and heavily infected, I saved thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of lives. He said, I was xenophobic, I shouldn't have done it. Months later, he agreed it was the right thing to do. Now he goes out, I should have done it sooner. And yet he didn't want me to do it months later. These people, I don't know how they they get away with it. You know why? Because those people are more corrupt than anybody. They don't even ask. They don't even ask. For the last 47 years, they shipped away your jobs. Shut down your factories, let drugs pour into our country and all over our great communities. And they ravaged our cities while sacrificing American blood and treasure in endless, ridiculous foreign wars in countries that you never even heard of. By the way, they're all coming back. They've been coming back. People don't like to hear it. People don't like to report it. They're coming back rapidly. He's a servant of the wealthy donors, globalists, and special interests who got rich bleeding America dry and putting America last. As your president, I could have been the greatest fundraiser of all time. You know, you see these numbers that they raised. They raised 300 million. You know why? When they raise money, that's a deal. They're making deals. I would be the single greatest fundraiser in history. I'll call up the head of Goldman Sachs. I'll call up the head of all these Wall Street guys. Most of them I know or know enough about. I know more. I know them. I know too much. And I could call up. Listen, do me a favor. Would you give $10 million to my campaign? Yes, Mr. President. Would you give $20 million to yes? But, but, you know, when you do that, you don't have to say anything. When they call you in three months and they say, we need help with this or that or that, it's, you know, very hard like sort of almost morally, they did for you and you do for them. It doesn't have to be a, a deal or a quid pro quo like he had, right? Like he had with the billion dollars to get his son out of problems with the prosecutor. Right? And they never ask him about that either. But I would be the greatest fundraiser of all time, but I don't like to do that because it puts us at a disadvantage and we never want to be at a disadvantage. So easy though, think of it. The president calls, I'll give me whatever the hell I want. Okay. Okay. 
2016, you voted to fire this corrupt and decrepit political establishment, and you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first. Joe Biden is, and always has been, a corrupt politician. He always has been. And as far as I'm concerned, the Biden family is a criminal enterprise. It really is. Look at what's going on. It's a criminal. You know, I don't know what's going on with the, you know, the Democrats, a very powerful party, but it's not the Democrats. It's the Democrats plus the fake news media. And then it's also including big tech. Okay? Here it is. It's me. I'm all you have between your Second Amendment and chaos and all the problems. It's me. I'm all you have. And the Republicans, I love the Republicans, and we have some great, but they have to learn to stick together better. You know, we have some stupid people. You know, we have some stupid people. Some of them are gone. Flake, Corker, they're gone. But now we have this guy, Sass, you know, wants to make a statement. Little Ben. Little Ben Sass. The Republicans have to stick together better. You don't see that. One thing I respect about the Democrats, they stick together. You know what? They have lousy policy. They want open borders. They want sanctuary cities. They want a lot. They want to raise your tax. They want to quadruple your taxes. But the one thing is... They stick together. The Republicans have to learn. They got to stick together. I don't know. And by the way, it's been that way for decades. I don't know what the hell is in the blood. Could you explain that to me, please, Michael? Huh? What the hell is going on? It's been that way for many decades. I don't know. There's always a few. They want to make a statement. It's just a bunch of wimps. Very interesting. No, I love them. They've been great. Hey, look, on, on the impeachment hoax, I couldn't do better. The 197 to nothing in the House, Republicans, and we even had the Democrat or two come and join us, right? That was an impeachment over a telephone call that was perfect. Other than that, think of that. But 197 to nothing, and with the Senate, 52 and a half to a half. Who was the half? I can't think of it. Oh, uh, Biden couldn't think. He couldn't remember the name, right? He couldn't remember the name. Look, you know the guy, uh, the guy from, I think he was the governor, I'm not sure. Or now what, is he a senator now? Yeah, what's his name? Mitt Romney, that's right. Oh, that's right. He didn't remember Mitt, which I thought was insulting to Mitt Romney. I wouldn't insult Mitt Romney that way. Okay? But Biden couldn't remember his name. You know, they've only known each other for about 35 years. No, Biden, look, Biden is gone. Let's not kid ourselves. We want to be nice. Biden is gonzo. Can you imagine having Kamala? Most liberal member of Congress. The most liberal member of Congress. And I think that whole thing, that's why Nancy Pelosi is talking about the 25th Amendment. That's the real reason. They want to get him the hell out. The Bidens make crooked Hillary Clinton look like an absolute amateur. It's true. And she's pretty bad. And I do want to hear from law enforcement why aren't they looking at maybe they are and i hope they are you know i try and stay out of it because i'm trying very hard to be so right down the middle 
But why aren't they looking at the fact that she got a subpoena from the United States Congress for 33,000 emails and she deleted every single one of them and then acid washed them and then she pounded her telephones with a hammer. I've gotten rid of cell phones and I throw them away, you know. Now I throw them into the Secret Service, okay, I give them back. But before this, I throw them away, I get a new one, right? She pounded the crap out of them with a hammer. How many people have gotten rid of your cell phones and pounded them to death with a hammer? So I just want to know why aren't they looking at that? Why aren't they looking at that? Why aren't they looking at Omar? Omar. Ilhan Omar. But the biggest of them all is Joe. He's corrupt. And they found the laptop. You know what they call that? The laptop from hell. That is a laptop. That's a laptop from hell. Let's see what happens with it. Let's see what happens with it. So a giant trove of emails show Hunter Biden making deals, setting up meetings with his father, Joe, and using the office of the vice president for a for-profit cash machine. That's what it is. This guy's a vacuum cleaner. He follows his father around and takes millions, hundreds of millions and billions of dollars out of these countries. I mean, that is so dishonest. That's so crooked. He is, no, I call him the human vacuum cleaner, right? You know those things on television? He's better than any one of them. Joe Biden said he knew nothing, but he lied because they have, this, I'm telling you, this laptop is a disaster. The fake news and big tech don't want to write about it, though. They don't want anything to do with it. And they punish. And thank you to the New York Post. It's unbelievable what they're doing. You know, it's the fifth or fourth largest newspaper. So you'd call it the mainstream, not the lamestream, but the mainstream media. But it's the, I guess, the fourth largest. It's the oldest newspaper in the U.S. I think it was Alexander Hamilton founded it, right? And they should be very proud of what they're doing because the New York Times refuses to write about it. And the fake Washington Post, which is a total fake, you know, that's a lobbyist for Bezos and the group, okay, for Amazon. But he calls it the lobbyist. He must call it that. I call it the lobbyist, okay? You own the Washington Post, you have a little power. It's a free lobbyist. Although it's probably not a free one. It probably costs him a fortune. But it gives him what he needs. But it's fake. And if you look at NBC and MSDNC, right? And if you look at ABC, how about Stephanopoulos the other day? You know, he interviewed me two weeks ago. He gave me a tough interview, but I didn't consider it unfair. Although it turned out the audience was stacked against me, you know. There were some Trump people and some Biden people and some new people. Well, no, it didn't work out that way, did it? And actually, they were very nice, right? The one woman said how handsome I was. You know, the one woman... No, it's true. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that than have her say, you're a wonderful politician. Don't with that. I'd rather have her say... What's better than that? Right, Michael? You're so handsome. You have such a great smile. But see, here's what happened with her. She was so nice. But she was supposed to be like, I think, a former Hillary supporter. But the way she said it to me, it was so nice. And then, after the show, and she said it, right? Did anyone see that? It was so lovely. And then after the show, she went rogue. 
I wouldn't vote for him. I would. In other words, they said, wait a minute, this isn't the deal here. What are you doing? I'm sure that the Democrats, together with their partner, ABC Television Network, said, what the hell happened with her? That's a terrible thing that she did. So I'm sure they hit her very hard and she got back in line. Okay, but I think hopefully her first statement was the statement she believed. He's a handsome man. See now, the fake news will say President Trump went on a rant talking about how handsome he is. They don't understand. He went on a rant. It was a terrible thing. We don't think he's handsome. Actually, they think I must be the most unattractive human being they've ever seen. Except what they don't realize is without me, they will have ratings that will nosedive. They'll go out of business, every one of them. Right? Right? You know, I'm making this speech a little bit longer than I'm looking at this crazy Nevada sun and I'm sitting here with his white skin. But who the hell cares if I get a little sunburn, huh? They don't want to write about or report on this scandal because they want Biden to win. You know, I've always said in the end, they're going to all endorse me because if Biden wins, they're out of business. This is the most boring human being I've ever seen. (laughs) But they want Biden to win so they can take over our country because they will take it over between big tech. Section 230, by the way. All right, go ahead. No, 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 no. No, that it'll be it'll be one of the great it'll be one of the great disasters. I'm telling you. Depression. Just remember the word. And you know it. And California are you from California? You do. You do. You do. Come on, Gabe. Let's go, Gabe. Come on, Gabe. You know, I just left. I'll tell you what. So I just left California and I was in a place that was sort of Republican. But I was with a wonderful reporter. I just spoke to him from The Washington Times, which is a really good newspaper, by the way. And he reported very strongly. The crowds were unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I don't know why we wouldn't win California. We're playing it a little bit. In theory, you're not supposed to be able But they have everything against them. High crime, homeless, they don't take care of their homeless. I tell Nancy Pelosi, come back to San Francisco and take care of your homeless, Nancy. The endless forest fires, they're endless. I I do, I like the governor, but I said, do you ever stop with these forest fires? Can you ever stop? They got to manage the forest, you know. They talk, it's, uh, it's all sorts of reasons. They got to manage the forest. Manage it. It's called forest management. But they got to stop. They got to stop. And now they have a new thing. They're running out of water. And you know, they've run out of electricity. They have brownouts, blackouts. Uh, what's going on? And a lot of people are leaving. They're leaving for Texas. They're leaving for Texas. They're leaving for Florida. They're leaving for places that are really well run. But it's very interesting. A big thing the other day, 
They're going to ration their water in California. Can you and I felt so badly, I called up and said, it's, oh, do you have a drought? No. You know what they do? Millions of gallons an hour come down from the north, pour down, pour down. So it's, they have so much, right? They have so much water. But they route it into the Pacific Ocean because they have a smelt, right? Is it a smelt? How's that for a memory? Good. There's no problem there. Ask, ask, smell. It's a little tiny fish. And it's been having difficulty over the last long time. With water, without water, it's having difficulty. But they want to save the smelt. And in saving the smelt, they're destroying human lives, right? And they're destroying the farmers. And even Los Angeles, uh, the homes. So they have a thing where they're bringing it down ultimately to 42 gallons a person. And that sounds like a lot. Look, if somebody said you could have 42 gallons a person, I think a day, that sounds like a lot of water, right? It's not. It's like a quick shower and let's wash your hands. Then they have a mandate, wash your hands at all times. You must always constantly wash. Then they say 42 gallons. They say, wait a minute. Okay, I got a deal. I won't take a shower for the next couple of weeks. But I'll wash my no, it's true. So 42 gallons, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. A friend of mine, he has this massive house. He says, I'm not going to be able to take a shower. I live in a house, this gorgeous house, right? Can't take a shower. Wash your hands every hour, every 15 minutes. You know what I did? I'll tell you this crazy story. So you know what bothers me? When you go into a new hotel, a new house, they have these faucets, right? And you turn them on, no water comes out. Even if you live in like North Carolina, you live in areas where, up in New England, you live, most of our country has so much water, we don't know what to do with it. The problem is, how do you get rid of it? But they do for, like the desert, like here, but they do for areas that are a little bit tougher for water. But even you have the water. So they do it. So they come up with this one regulation for all over the country. So you go into a hotel or you buy a house, and they have what's called a restrictor. Right? Look at it. They're all donning. Same thing, by the way, same thing with your dishwasher. I freed that up too. The dishwashers, they had a little problem. They didn't give enough water. Like, so people would run them 10 times. So they end up using more water. And the thing's no damn good. We freed it up. Now you can buy a dishwasher and it comes out and beautiful. Go buy a dishwasher. Go buy it. Those companies. I said, what's wrong with this thing? It doesn't clean the dishes, right? The women come up to me. The women who they say don't like me, they actually do like me a lot. Suburban women, please vote for me. I'm saving your house. I'm saving your community. I'm keeping your crime way down. I keep hearing, no, they keep, you know, it's all fake stuff. Remember they said last time about women. Women will never vote. He will never vote for Donald Trump. They'll never vote. Then the end of the evening, you know, they're all crying. Oh, my God, what happened? Remember John King? What's going on over here? The, yeah, the red, red, red. He won Florida. Huh? He won Florida. wasn't that I won Florida. I won it, like, fast. And by the way, we're way up in Florida right now, too. Because we've done a great job. Okeechobee. We've done a great job for Florida. We've done things for Florida that nobody thought could ever be done. But anyway, but John King, so he's up there. He won Florida. Oh. Well, that was quick. But the big, you know, when, I, when we won Ohio, because did you ever hear for a year and a half when we were thinking about doing this, you cannot win. 
unless you win the great state of Ohio, right? You heard that a hundred times. They were doing that for me. Shtick. And then I get these polls. I had great people in Ohio. They said, sir, you're going to win Ohio. Don't even, you don't even have to come back. You're going to win Ohio. By the way, they said that to me again just recently. But they said, you cannot win. So we end up winning Ohio by eight points. And it wasn't that we won Ohio, but the polls closed at 7 o'clock. And at 7 o'clock and one second. Because, you know, unless you win big, Michael, right? You have to, you know, they keep you waiting. So the polls have closed in the great state of Ohio. Donald Trump has won the state of Ohio. They kept saying I was even. We had groups, they said I was down. I'll tell you how accurate their polls were four years ago. I was down in nine states the day of the election. I won all nine states. Right? Other than that, they were quite accurate. Actually, this time they're much better. You want to know the truth. This time they're actually much better. No, but we're doing much better. And as I said, we have much more enthusiasm now. But anyway, getting back to my very boring story about faucets and dishwashers. So I said to the head, I called up a great dishwasher company from Ohio that we saved, by the way. I said, what's the problem with your dishwasher? Well, they don't give us any water. I mean, you know, it'd be nice to be able to get enough water. What's the problem? We need more water. Not that much, but give... I, I said, how much do you need? This. Would you like more? Well, I'd love more. Would you give us more? Yeah, I'll give you more. You have so much water, you don't know what to do with it, right? So we gave them what they need. And now the dishwashers are incredible. They work beautifully. And you go one time, and you come back, and your dishes are nice and beautiful and clean and dry. You don't have to go 10 times. The, the same thing with the restrictors in the faucet. So I, I hate to say the three things. It's the shower, it's the sink, and you know the third element in the bathroom. But I don't say it because every time I say it, they only talk about that one. Because it's sort of gross to talk about, right? So I won't, th I won't talk about the fact that people have to flush their toilet 15 times. Okay? I will not talk about it. I'll only talk about showers and, okay, but I, there is three things. I won't talk about it. This way they can't report, they can't report it. So what happens? So what happens? I call my people, environmental people, why are we doing this? Because when you wash your hands, it takes you five times longer. You know, the water's not coming. You got soap, you can't get it off. I said, open it up. They said, what do you mean? Take the restrictors off. People know. And if you're out here, you got to be careful and you got to do all the things you've been doing anyway. Take the restrictors off. And you may leave it in certain areas where you might need it, but most of the country, big portion, it doesn't need it. Then on the shower, the worst. You ever get under a shower where no water comes out? And me, I want that hair to be so beautiful. I want the hair to look I go into some of these hotels, you know, you travel. I go into these hotels, new hotels. They do, and I said, it's not their fault. And I get in there, I say, oh, I can look at it now. I know the, everything. I say, oh, here we go. Turn on the water. Drip, 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 huh? drip, drip. But now, you go into a shower and the water pours out. You go into a sink and you can wash your hands very nicely, beautiful. And the third thing, don't worry about, okay? We won't talk about it. Just one time, that's all. So I'm not just running against Biden, but you watch, they'll be talking about the third thing. They won't, they, I've done this before. And they never even talk about sinks and showers. So I never talked to you, you'll see how dishonest they are. But I'm running against 
a left-wing media, big tech giants, and a corrupt political class, and a corrupt Democratic Party. You saw what they did. They spied on my campaign and got caught. They tried to take down the President of the United States. But they went after the wrong president. Let me tell you something. I really believe this. Somebody said it just today. Any other president would not have been able to withstand what we've done. They'd be in a corner with their thumb in their mouth saying, please take me home to mommy, please. These people are evil. Even Schiff today. You know Shifty Schiff? So, did you hear the new one? I was waiting for this. So they find this horrible, horrible laptop of uh, Hunter. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? But Joe is far more corrupt than Hunter. Because Joe knew everything. Joe's getting a piece of everything. They have it in the email, 10% and 50%. But Joe is far more corrupt than Hunter. But what happens is, they say, where's Hunter? And they see what's going on. Everybody's looking for him. Everybody wants to find. And all we're hearing is that you can't talk about this kind of thing. You can't talk. Can you imagine if that were Don Trump Jr.'s laptop? Or Eric Trump was such a fun. These are, these are good kids, but they have just been brutalized by these maniacs. Or what about our great Ivanka Trump? Can you imagine? <laughs> Tiffany. Even Barron, right? Barron. Yeah, no, they're all good kids. But could you imagine? You know, Barron had the problem, okay? He got healed in about 15 seconds, right? You got to understand that. You know, the young kids, it's, was it 99.9 something? They said, uh, Barron tested positive. Even I wasn't worried. You know, he's strong. He's definitely tall. He's tall. And he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a smart kid. But they said, sir, Barron tested positive. At first, she said, oh. I said, well, is he okay? Yeah. Are you going to give him anything? No. Like two seconds later, I said, how's Barron? Oh, he's all set. He beat it. I hate to say it, they have a much stronger immune system than we do. I hate to say that, you know? I said, congratulations, Baron. I said, that was quick. I said, how did it feel? I don't know. But the Democrats and this horrible group of people, they have nothing but disdain for you and for your values. They lecture you on the need for open borders while they live behind gated communities like Nancy Pelosi. She doesn't want a wall, but she lives in this uh, very beautiful house with lots of good ice cream. They support crippling lockdowns while their jobs remain totally exempt. They keep your kids out of school while their kids and their families have private tutors, right? They want to take away your guns. They want to destroy your Second Amendment while they employ armed guards. And it's time that we sent them a very strong message because they're hypocrites in Washington, D.C. and in Silicon Valley. And in Silicon Valley. Section 230, on election day, not everybody understands that, but we have some great politicians here today that understand it. But on election day, you can send a message to the fake news media right there, to the big tech companies. 
And to the Washington swamp, we never knew it could be this deep. When I said, drain the swamp, I didn't know it was this bad. But send them a message that they will never forget. Show them that the American people are still in charge by delivering sleepy Joe Biden and the Democrats a thundering defeat on November 3rd. And if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. But I've dealt in politics for a long time. I know them very well. I know them all very well. I've dealt for a long time. I know them all. If I do not, thank you very much. If I do not always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you harder than anyone ever before. Thank you very much. By the way, did you see uh, Biden this morning? He was very agitated. You know, get agitated. He was very agitated. And he's screaming at him. And he had nobody in the audience. He had a couple of cars. Did you see it? They're honking the horn. I can't believe it. And they don't report that. You know, we got lucky. I think the cameraman slipped and the camera went a little off kilter because they were, they were never. Just like we want them to show our crowds. They don't want them. I love watching those circles. He's got those big, big, they're so well done, though. The best thing about his campaign is the guy or woman that does the circles. No, there's a lot of talent there. They're perfect. You know, I'm into, like, I'm a perfectionist, frankly. I am. He's always a good builder. Uh, Look at those circles, very thick. And very far apart. I think you got about six of them, because that's the number of people that show up. This way he could say, we were sold out today. I'm fighting against forces who want to destroy everything that you love and cherish. People think of Joe Biden as a nice man, but he's not a nice man. No, he's not a nice man. He was never a nice man. And he was never a smart man. He got lucky. He got lucky that Pocahontas didn't quit earlier. And he's not a good man. He's a corrupt man. And he took an ad against me knowing it was false. You probably know the ad. It's a horrible, vicious ad having to do with the military. It's a totally false, horrible, horrible ad. And nobody has ever done more for the military than I have. Nobody. And we advised him and his group of dishonest cronies legally and every other way. We advised them and we let them know we're putting complaints in all over the place. But he took a vicious, vicious, horrible ad of something I never said. It was a magazine that's an Obama type magazine with Obama and Biden and crooked Hillary. It's a third. I won't even mention a third rate magazine loses a fortune. It's and they made up a story and they said I said certain things. There's no human being on Earth unless they're seriously, seriously deranged, they would say such a thing. And I said it in front of other soldiers. And I have 26, I think, witnesses saying, it's ridiculous. Number one, you wouldn't need any witnesses. Nobody would say a thing like that. 
But we said it never happened. They have no witnesses. They have, I think, an anonymous source. But the source doesn't exist. It was made up. It was made up just like the Russia, Russia, Russia bullshit was made up. So they made it up. They made up this lie. And now it's in television commercials, like I said it. And frankly, if I were a military person and if I saw that ad, I would never vote for Trump. And I told my people, this is a very serious thing. They took a statement, made up a statement, just like they do. This is what they do. They're vicious, horrible people. They made up a statement and now they put ads in during a football game. I see an ad. I'm watching the game. I mean, I must tell you, I'm not into football so much anymore. You want another thing? No, I'm not. It's hard to watch. I love people that honor our anthem and honor our flag and honor our country. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you look at the basketball. Did you see the basketball ratings? Final game. Down 70, 70, 7 up, 70 percent. Who the hell? I didn't, I didn't watch one shot. No interest. No, no. We want people. You know what? People want to watch sports. They want to watch sports. They, they, we have enough of us, right? They have enough of us. There's plenty of us. But down 70 percent. I mean, in one way, it's a shame. In another way, you know, when we had this argument with the NFL two years ago, it really hurt them badly. They were down 25, 30%, right? People weren't going to the games. And I thought we won the battle. I thought it was over. Then I saw Roger, nice guy, Roger Goodell, in his basement wearing a blue T-shirt, tight, very tight. You know, like he's a player. It doesn't work. I don't want to have a tight one. I want it as loose as possible. But he's wearing a tight one. He just thinks he's all buffed up and everything. Didn't look good. No tie, you know, just a t-shirt, like an undershirt that's painted blue. That's a blue color. I don't even think it had anything on it. And he said, we've decided to do this and that. And then I said, there goes the NFL, right down the tubes. And nobody was, this was during, I think, August. Nobody was even talking about it. What the hell is he doing? And here it goes again. Nobody cares about football because of it. And I don't know how many chances they're going to get, but they ought to get smart because they can't win this war. We want people that love our country. We don't want this crap. If a player's making $25 million a year doing something he'd be doing anyway on the weekend, okay, because he loves playing football. And if somebody's making $10 million for blocking or $25 million for throwing, and they say, what a horrible country we're living, we can't do that. Can't do it. And you know what? I want them to protest. I think if they want to protest, they can. And there's reason. There's always reason to protest. They can. But not then and not sitting on a knee instead of standing proudly with your hand on your heart. And you know, in the contract, they have a clause. You have to stand hand on heart. They actually have, I think, hand on heart. But they don't want to exercise it because they're weak. They're weak people. And weak people is what got our country in trouble. And you talk about weak, Joe Biden. Joe Biden and the socialists. 
will kill your jobs, dismantle your police departments, dissolve your borders, confiscate your guns, and impose a $4 trillion tax hike on your companies and yourselves. Four tri- you know what $4 trillion is? That's the largest tax hike in the history. And you know what they're going to do with it? They're going to spend it on the Green New Deal. Conceived by the brilliant AOC Plus Three, a poor student with absolutely no environmental experience. They want to attack religious liberty, drive God from the public square, and destroy your suburbs. I say that to the women because I keep hearing, they said, the women from the suburbs. No, I think the women from the suburbs are looking for a couple of things. One of them is safety. One of them is good, strong security. And one of them is they don't want to have low-income housing built next to their house. And you know who makes up 30% of your suburbs? Minorities. African-Americans. Right? Hispanic-Americans. Asian-Americans. Minorities. Okay? People think, uh, is it racist? No, racist, it's the opposite. I've had them come to me. People come to me and say, thank you so much. But they keep talking about the women from the suburbs. I think, I think we're going to have a big resounding, what the hell happened with women to the suburbs? They really like Trump a lot. No. Only vote for me if you're a woman from the suburbs. And, you know, I shouldn't say this because they'll bring it up, but one time early on, you know, I haven't been doing this that long, right? You know. I haven't been done. I have guys that have been running. Sir, I've been running for 40 years. I said, well, I've only run for two years, but I became president. You didn't. (laughs) But, you know, but, you know, it's sort of interesting because I really think that women from the suburbs are going to like Trump because I think it's going to be one of the big... Because that's it. It is. It is about safety. It is about safety. And when you see what happens in our cities where they run and ransack and they they're anarchists and you know what they say the suburbs are they actually say the suburbs are next and just so you know just so you know so important these are democrat run states and cities republicans are doing great and we're not going to let this happen and we'll stop it we want a resounding victory we're going to stop it but the suburbs are next but i did say you know uh, early on i said housewives from the suburbs they they went after me when i said that let me ask you, the women from the suburbs, do you mind when we say housewives in the suburbs? No? They're all saying no. But I'll do it politically correct anyway, if you don't. I'll say women. But I said housewives from the suburbs, they went crazy. Donald Trump. He wasn't politically correct, they said, Michael. Biden supports cutting police funding, abolishing cash bail. You know, you get a murder. Oh, let's let him out. Oh, let's let him walk this way. You see what's happening in New York? What they're doing to New York, our governor, what he's doing to New York is horrible. And he called law enforcement, Sleepy Joe, he called law enforcement recently the enemy. No, no, law enforcement has done an incredible job. And you're always going to have a bad apple. You're always going to have somebody that chokes. You know, they have like a quarter of a second. You ever see where they have, you ever see the test where they, somebody slashes open the door? You got a quarter of a second. And they could be on the force for 30 years. But that's a hard thing to do right and you're gonna have people they choke like in sports you see they choke some people choke then you have jack nicholas and you have tiger and you have great people that tend to choke a lot less but you know some people choke 
and it's not their fault. It's just the way it is. You have a quarter of a second to make a decision. Quarter of a second. Think of it. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party have waged a war on police, on cops, and inciting riots. And that's what you do. When you take away the majesty of that position, you are inciting violence. When you, when you allow people to loot stores and you have the police standing back and they want to go in and do the job, oh, and they can do it so easy. You don't even need us to bring in the National Guard like we did in Minneapolis, like we were ready to do in Seattle and then they gave up the night before because they didn't want to play games. I was, so, I was so disappointed when they gave up. I was. The one I really want to do is Portland. That's going to be so easy. You know, we have to be invited and the governor doesn't want... I call her. I say, Governor, let us go in. Give us 30 minutes, Governor. But you know what? I don't want to violate. It would be, I could, I guess, if I did. But, but we have to be invited in. And this city, it's the craziest thing. These are anarchists. That would be the easier one. Would love to go in and do something big with Chicago. That's actually a bigger problem. That's actually a bigger problem. Hard. The easy one are the anarchists in the middle of the street that hate our country, hate our cops. You saw them. They killed this young man. Right? They shot him in the street. And a day went by. They knew the guy. And they didn't arrest him. Another day went by. They didn't. I called down. I said, what's going on? They didn't arrest him. They knew who he was. They knew where he was. They didn't want. They would have never. So I sent in our great U.S. Marshals. They were so happy. You know, the law enforcement, they love our country. They were so happy. And this guy was a killer. He shot. He had other crimes too, by the way, bad ones. But he shot this young man right in the middle of the street. Shot him. You heard the bullet ring out. You heard the people scream. They knew who it was. They said that was so-and-so. So after two and a half days, I said, go in. Gotta get him. Fifteen minutes, it was all over. It was all over. That was it. It's all over. Here in Nevada, rioters burned the city of Reno. And during the violent demonstrations in Las Vegas, a 29-year-old police officer was deliberately shot in the head while he was doing his job. Think of it. You know who that was, right? You know who he is. Was. Joe Biden. Is he here or something? Right? You know who our because his partners were. We talked to a lot of the people that were there. I think his partner's here. But I want to tell you, we can't let this happen. They've taken away the respect. You have to let them do their job. They'll do it well. You can't have, remember in Minneapolis, where the mayor ordered the police to leave the premises, right? Seattle, leave the premises. And then they took over the police department. You have that, you're not going to have a country. But this is the radical left. This is the radical left. Joe Biden will appease the rioters, looters, and anarchists. And I'm having them arrested instead. Okay, if you don't mind. And remember, it's all in Democrat cities and states. All in Democrats. If you're a moderate Democrat or a liberal who knows that your party has gone totally off the rails, we are welcoming you with open arms to the Republican Party. Biden's agenda would also be a catastrophe for Nevada seniors, seniors. Any seniors here? 
For years, Biden tried to cut Social Security and Medicare. You know that, right? Remember, they used to say, oh, I'm going to cut. So, well, what happened? I never cut it. Remember, they said, I'm going to be in wars. You know, that's my personality. They think it's not really. It is if we have to, I'll be better than anybody else. But, you know, you say, whatever happened to North Korea? Remember, we're supposed to be in a war with, with Obama or Hillary or whoever it was. You, you would have been in a war. Obama expected to be in a war. That would have been a bad war. Now Biden is pledging mass amnesty and free health care for illegal aliens, decimating Medicare and destroying your Social Security. While I am president, no one will touch your Medicare or your Social Security, including me. No one. Under my leadership, we are delivering a safe vaccine and very rapid recovery. And we're all set to deliver it. We have the military ready to deliver it. It's going to be incredible. We have a general. That's what he does. He delivers soldiers and delivers everything. This is easy for them. It'll be delivered very, very rapidly. Joe Biden would terminate our recovery, delay the vaccine and annihilate Nevada's economy with a draconian, unscientific lockdown. Because, you know, they're finding out these lockdowns aren't working. Look at Europe. They're having this massive surge. They've been locked down. Okay, look at these lockdowns. They've been locked down and now they're having a surge. Look at Michigan. Michigan has a surge. Well, who's been tougher than her? She ran it like a prison. She was like a warden, right? And they have a surge. And then they say she's doing a wonderful job. I don't think, I think she's doing a terrible job. By the way, I know all of the governors. You know, we basically deal with the governors. The governors run their states. We give them the equipment. We help them out. We got them all of the ventilators. We did an incredible job with it. Jared Kushner did a great job. We had so many. We had so many. No, he did an incredible job. No, but he got these guys from Silicon Valley. Nobody understood. We didn't, I mean, ventilators, right? No, but, you know, for that, they're good. I have to tell you, they came in. Everybody said, these things are complicated. They walked in like, that's got to be the simplest piece of equipment we've ever seen. And we now have become the ventilator. I mean, we're making thousands and thousands a month that we're actually giving them. We don't need any. But we didn't have ventilators. We weren't equipped for a thing like this. Our cupboards were empty. The governors were. And I got to know all the governors. Some did a great job and some did a poor job. But when we had our weekly calls with the governors, they would say, even the biggest enemies, the biggest haters, sir, thank you very much, or to our great vice president who headed up the task force, Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Oh, did he do well in his debate with her? That was unfair. If that were a fight, they would have stopped it, right? They should have stopped it. I said, they should have stopped that debate in the middle. That's a great expression, right? Boxing, you know, you learn UFC. If that were a fight, they would have stopped it. But Mike was great, and he's done great, and he did great with this whole thing. But they, the governors would say on conference calls, all 50, usually almost all of them were on, because they all wanted everything, you know, their coverage were empty, that was their fault. I guess, you know, but let's say it was their fault. But we had to help them, and we did. We built hospitals for some of them, we built everything. We did a great job. But they would say, thank you very much, great job, great job, great job, every one of them. And if they weren't happy, would make them happy during the call, because we had the generals, the admirals, we had great people. And we took care of them. And they'd say, great job, thank you very much. Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, thank you very much, great job. We're sending a lot of gowns to Michigan, goggles to Michigan. Lots of things to different, all the different states. But she'd say, great job, thank you very much. And we have it all down. You know, it's all down. Because I think all those calls, I hope they were taped. <laughs> hey, could you imagine if we didn't have my call with the president of Ukraine, if we didn't have that transcribed?
then it would have been this crazy maniac named Adam Schiff with his phony story that he told to the United States. But we had it transcribed. Isn't that a wonderful thing? So I think we have it transcribed or taped. But all the governors, every one of them, thank you very much, great job, great job, great job. Then they go outside and they see the press. You know, they get nervous with the press. These guys, they make them nervous. Uh, we're not very happy with the job the president's doing. I said, he's no good people. But you know what? Someday I'll tell you the story. We had some great ones and we had some people that didn't know what the hell they're doing. But I'll let you know at the right time who they were. Under the Biden lockdown, the lights of Reno and Las Vegas were extinguished. Carson City will become a ghost town. If he comes in, Carson City will become a ghost town. And the Christmas season will be canceled. Look, remember I said we're going to bring back Christmas, right? The name? Remember? We brought it back, right? Remember? I used to go around saying we will bring, because I saw these big departments, so as you know, they thought it was politically correct. So they say, uh, have a great season. I said, no, I don't want to have a great season. I want to say Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas. Now they're all saying Merry Christmas again. So I just want to introduce a couple of warriors that are here. We're joined tonight by Congressman Mark Armaday. Come up, Mark. What a job you're doing, Mark. He's a warrior. Thank you, Mark. What a great job. What a great job. How are we doing? Okay, we're doing all right here, right? Huh? Thank you very much. You're doing good. Thank you, Mark, very much. We're also a man who's a, a fighter. He's, a, but if he loses, I will never talk to him again. And he's the Nevada Republican Party chairman, respected by everybody, loved by everybody, Michael McDonald. Michael. You good, Michael? You look good, Michael. And congressional candidate, somebody that's going to win, and we're working with him very strong, Jim Marchant. Jim. Thank you. I hear you're doing good. I heard you're leading in the poll. Jim, get it done. We'll help you. A friend of mine and a man who's doing really well, and he's watching those. Uh, he's a very smart guy and respected by everybody. He's watching those ballots come in. I think he's watching every one of them. Attorney General, your former Attorney General, respected. He, they love him, and I love him. Adam Laxalt. So, Adam, are you and Nick finding any uh, bad things? Anything bad happening? Can you please watch very closely, Adam? For the people, not for me. You know, you're not doing this for me. You're doing it for the people, okay? He's got the most important assignment there is. Because a lot of bad things, they're finding those things in creeks. They're finding them in riverbeds. They're finding them in ash cans and dumpsters. And large numbers in uh, Ohio, 50,000 were missing. In Virginia, 500,000 applications were made that were false. And in one place, everything was good except for one problem. They forgot to put my name on it. Other than that, it was great. Other than that, it was great. Other than that, they were very reasonable, but they, my name wasn't on it. And then somehow that didn't work out too well, Michael. A lot of them, too. And then they found some military ones, great, great military ones. And, and they were found in a waste paper basket. And they all had the name Trump on it. They were all signed for Trump. They were Trump. They were voted for Trump. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get there because they were in a waste paper basket. Anyway, and the Republican National Committeeman from Nevada, Jim DeGraffini. Jim. Thank you, Jim. Great job. 
Great job, Jim. How's it going? Good? We're doing all right over here, Jim? Good. You're a handsome man, Jim. <laughs> As president, I've been delivering for our incredible Hispanic American community like never before. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I like you, too. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. The polls are showing Trump. They're saying, what the hell is going on with Trump and the Hispanic American community, right? No. We're at the highest level that they've ever had recorded for a Republican. It's got to be higher. But it's literally, we're beating the Democrats, who have been all talk and no action. All talk. I like Hispanics. I like Hispanics. I like Hispanics Americans. I want, I'm taking care because I'm fighting for school choice, right? Safe neighborhoods and Hispanic owned small businesses. You have no idea how great business people, Hispanic Americans are great business people. I've known that for a long time. Sometimes they say they're too good. They are tough sometimes, but they're great business people and we've helped them. Joe Biden would crush everything Hispanic Americans have worked for. Wiping out your small businesses with lockdowns and regulations and devastating your families with massive tax hikes. Your tax hikes, your ta by the way, I never heard all my life, if you're running for office, you cut taxes, right? Who the hell ever heard of a guy running? Here's a guy, can't put two sentences together, and he wants to quadruple your taxes. And they say, he's tied in Nevada. How the hell can we be tied? How can I be tied with him in Pennsylvania? And, he's, and he doesn't want to frack. That's a million jobs. And it's going to destroy our energy business because we're energy independent. They're tied. I mean, what's going on? It's, it doesn't. And OK, so he goes out. There's no people at any of the rallies. I go out, we get 35, 40,000, 25,000, 15,000. Boom. We go, boom, 15,000. We get the biggest crowds in the history of politics. I mean, I'm not saying, look, everything I say, they'll correct if, you know. I mean, they'll say, yeah, who cares? I don't even care what they say at this point. But we get these massive crowds. He gets nobody. And then they say, we're tied. What the hell kind of a business are you in, Michael? It doesn't make sense. How do you guys do this? He'll wage war on Catholic organizations like the Little Sisters of the Poor, which we defend. Ban charter schools, bankrupt Catholic schools. You know, we help the Catholic Church very much with our with our schools. We help fund their schools. Fund extreme late-term abortion and empower the socialists. That's what they're doing. That's why we're going to win a record share of the Hispanic vote this November. So, please, right? I got our vote. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history. And we are finishing the wall. The wall is going to be very close to being finished. My, their new deal is this. Well, I got to tell you real fast, real fast. So their new deal is this. He didn't build much wall. You ever see this? They said I renovated. You got a pipe that's been laying in the sand for 30 years, a little pipe. And they call that a, and then we're building this 30 foot wall. And I thought it would be all concrete. And I wish it was because it's cheaper. But the border patrol wanted it to be slats. They have to be able to see through it, which makes sense. I said, uh, it's more expensive. So there's two things. Now they say, he didn't build a concrete wall. That's right. I built steel, and inside the steel is concrete, and inside the concrete is very powerful rebar, and inside that we have wires. I would have much rather built a concrete plank wall. But you know what? 
I built what they wanted. I don't want to, because they wouldn't be able to see through it. So if they can't see through it, no good. So here's their new deal. They got pipe laying down. They got some wooden fence that's like two feet. Anything that there's any, if, if they ever had anything there, they call it a renovation. So now they say they did this vicious story that we only built a small number of miles. You know, we're up to almost 400 miles. But we had to rip out. We had to rip out. We ripped out almost nothing. But basically, they had some areas like where they keep people from walking. They had some wooden, little wooden stuff that was all rotted and no good. And, you know, it's just anything that had anything on it. So they call it a renovation. This is not. A, we ripped everything out. We went down seven feet for tunneling, and we went up 30 feet. And they say, this is a renovation. They do anything, the fake news, to demean you. Anything. It's a disgrace. Anyway, we're up to almost 400. Where is Jared? Is he here, by the way? I'd love to introduce him. He did such a great job on Middle East Peace. You see what we're doing there? Middle East Peace? Where is he? Our Jared. He doesn't want any acclaim. He's just a very smart guy. You don't hire guys like this. Well, wherever he's back working on Middle East Peace, probably. He said, I've heard this guy before. I don't have to hear him. But it's amazing what we've done in the Middle East. And we did the exact opposite, the way they've been doing it for 50 years with blood all over the place. No blood in the sand, right? Joe Biden's party continues to attack our incredible border agents, more than half of whom are Hispanic American, by the way. And they're extraordinary. These extraordinary patriots deserve our admiration, our gratitude, and respect. Right? They have. Middle East coming along, please. Coming along, good. You know, we signed the United Arab Emirates, Mohammed, one of the most respected warriors in the Middle East, and Bahrain. And we have other countries lined up. Even the New York Times said it's incredible. I can't believe it. I, I said, no way. I'm sure that person was fired. No, it was Tom Friedman. They're not going to fire him. But they said it was incredible. But this guy's done a great job. And you know the nice thing? He wants no acclaim. He just wants to do what he wants to do. And, you know, uh, also worked on Israel, the capital, Jerusalem, right? With our embassy. Great job, Jared. And he has no weight problem, that I can tell you. You're so skinny. How do you stay so skinny, Jared? Biden vowed to terminate our travel bans on jihadist regions and surge refugee admissions by seven hundred percent he wants to let him come in and i want to pay our respects to president macron of france because you saw what happened over there yesterday what a horrible thing radical islamic terrorism thank you and i tell you i saw a lot of i saw a lot of signs we're working on some things that you're going to be i saw a lot of signs especially in california you know that we're just like, armenians No, they're good people. They're great business people, too, you know. For the Hispanic American, the Armenians, great business people. That's great. No, we're working. Where I just left, there were so many Armenians with a beautiful flag. And 
No, we're working on we're working on some things. I'm keeping terrorists. You have great spirit in your country. I have to tell you, people from Armenia, they have great spirit for their country. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I'm keeping terrorists, extremists, and criminals out of our country. We invested $2.5 trillion in the United States military. We have the greatest equipment. We're the envy of the world. We have the greatest fighters, the greatest rockets and missiles. We have the greatest of everything. We passed VA choice and VA accountability for our great vets. 91% approval rating. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. They were looking for him for years. We wiped out 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We took out the caliphate. And we killed the number one terrorist and mass murderer anywhere in the world. American troops, many troops, many people. Soleimani is dead. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. My first call, if and when we win, if and when we win, have to be, you know, we're going against the party. If and when, but hopefully we do. My first call will be from Iran. Their economy is a disaster. They're down GDP 27%. I've never even heard of that. They're down 27%. It's a disaster. They will call. And I don't want that to happen. I want them to have a, a great country. But they can't have nuclear weapons. It's very simple. They can't have nuclear weapons. And I think the first call we get will be from them. And they'll sit down and want to make a deal. We'll make a good deal, you know. But what Kerry did... <laughs> oh, that's right. We're in Carson City, I forgot. Who said that? Who's the one that said it? Stand up. Let me see. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I recognize the true capital of Israel, as we said. And uh, that was something that was really... Uh, by the way, you know, when we did that and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem, I got it built for a tiny fraction of the cost. I won't go into that story, but got it built. But when I did that, every president that ran for many, many, many of the presidents that ran, many years, decades, decades, and they all said they're going to do it, and then they got into office, they couldn't pull the trigger, right? They couldn't pull it. They couldn't pull it like somebody couldn't pull the trigger on that last little putt to win the match. They couldn't pull the trigger, and then other guys can pull the trigger, and they sink it. I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years they've been trying to get it. I got it done in two hours. And I did more in 47 months than Sleepy Joe Biden did in 47 years. True. The Democrats are now pushing the most far-left agenda ever put forward by a party or a presidential nominee. Biden doesn't understand it, so I won't bother with that. He still doesn't know what the hell's happening. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for pre-existing conditions. Biden's running mate, you know, they want to have socialized medicine. So, you know, you forget about your 180 million plans that we have in this country that people absolutely love. They want to have socialized medicine. You go to the hospital, you don't feel good. You wait at a hospital for about three weeks. 
Biden's running mate sponsored a bill to outlaw private health insurance. They want to wipe out the 180 million plans. Biden and Harris will also shut down American energy and obliterate your jobs with the socialist Green New Deal, as I said. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. A vote for Republicans is a vote for the American dream. It's a vote for me. It's a vote for the American dream. over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. Carson City, get ready, but this whole state, get ready. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all. It's already started. We will hire more police. We love our police. Thank you to our police and our law enforcement. And our great firemen and women. We love them, and we, we really do. We have a lot of great support from the firemen and women. Increased penalties for assaults in law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. The people don't even want the sanctuary cities. Only the politicians like them. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. Second Amendment. We will save. You know, he put Beto in charge of taking your guns away. Beto. Remember Bernie? Remember when he was on the cover of that stupid Vanity Fair, which is, I think it's dead. I think it died. But he was on the cover. And remember what he said? He was doing okay, not great. But they had him on the cover. They were trying to build him up. It didn't work out too well for him. Remember what he said? He said, I was born to run for president. Once I said that, I said, he's gone. That's the end of him. That's, anybody said, I was born to do this? yeah. He is a sick person. What a sick puppy that is. But he was put in charge by Biden to take your guns away. I don't think he's going to do too well in Carson City. Beto's coming to kick a gun. I don't want to start anything. I want you to obey the law because I have to, you know. They'll say, he's he's going to start a rebellion. The fact is that Beto wants your guns taken away. Biden doesn't even know what the hell it means. And I'm going to always protect your Second Amendment. By the way, your Second Amendment is under siege. Nothing has happened, right? Nothing has happened. And there's been a lot of pressure on me on your Second Amendment. Nothing. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep out all of those. We will just stay out of all of those horrible, endless wars with places you've never heard of. 19 years in Afghanistan. I think that's enough. And we're acting as basically law enforcement. We're acting as police. Now they got to do it themselves. We're bringing our people back home. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might. And we have a military might like nobody's ever had before with our new everything. All made in the USA. And we will ensure peace through strength. We will end surprise medical bills. Require price, you know what price transparency is, by the way? It's the biggest, Adam knows, Michael knows, 
It's the biggest thing there is. It's bigger than healthcare, in my opinion. And it's all done. It's signed. Price transparency. Watch. Further reduce the cost of prescription drugs. You know what I did? Favored nations. Nobody can believe I did it. You're going to pay the lowest price in the world. And we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. America will land the first woman on the moon. And the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag, NFL. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great state of Nevada. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, get your co-workers, Get your boss. Tell your boss. Come here, boss. Got to vote. Got to vote, boss. Come on, boss. Just grab him and just say, come on, boss. Get out and vote. This is the most important election we've ever had. Get out and vote. They call it the red wave. They're already saying they're not happy about what's happening. They know what's happening. From Las Vegas to Reno, from Elko to Henderson, and from Carlin to right here, in the wonderful, beautiful, hard-working Carson City. We stand on the shoulders of red-blooded American patriots who poured out their hearts, sweat, and soul to secure our liberty. And we just love our liberty, don't we? And you know, liberty and freedom with bad leadership can be extinguished very quickly. You look at what happened in Venezuela and so many other places. We're just a much, much bigger version. And if we let them do this, you're not gonna have it for very long. It's a very sad thing. Most important election we've ever had. Nevada was founded by some of the toughest men and strongest women ever to walk the face of the earth. This state was built by pioneers and prospectors, miners and cowboys, innovators and trailblazers who tamed the frontier, raised up the mighty Hoover Dam, transformed a sprawling but beautiful desert into a shining oasis and lit up the brilliant lights of the Las Vegas Strip, which I know so well. Our American ancestors made this into the greatest nation in the history of the world, and the best is yet to come. It's happening. The best is yet to come. Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We're returning power to you, the American people. So with your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one 
glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Nevada, we have made America powerful again. We have made America wealthy again. Our stock market, new highs, your 401ks are doing very well. I don't think you want to see them drop 100%, and they will if Sleepy Joe gets in. We've made it wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Get out and vote. Thank you. Thank you.